Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Harrop. I've been in different leadership positions over the last seven years, and the most rewarding thing is when I'm able to help women on their way to a promotion or a better position with another company. I'm here to help so many more women see their potential and implement small changes every day to make a huge impact in their career. I focus on confidence, self-awareness, communication, growth mindset, networking, and more. If you're ready to believe in yourself and take action, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Next Level Leaders. Happy to have you here with me today. How's everyone doing? I feel like the world is in such a crazy place right now, and I'm so grateful for where I'm at and my ability to be able to work from home and that I have young enough children who aren't school-aged, so I don't have too much of a disruption to my normal schedule. So my heart goes out to everyone who is either being laid off jobs or is having to homeschool your children. There is so much change happening in the world right now, and change can definitely be so scary. So I am sending good vibes out to you. And I really hope that we are able to get through this as quickly as possible. And I I hope your loved ones are safe and not affected by this virus either. I keep thinking about all the different possibilities and everything that everyone else is going through. So I've had some sleepless nights just thinking about everyone else and what they're going through as well. So If you're someone who's been affected, uh, just know that my heart goes out to you and that I'm thinking about you. I found out today that the company that laid me off almost three years ago, it'll be three years on the 3rd of April, which is coming up at the end of this week. So a lot of feelings come up every year around this time. Sometimes I totally forget about it and I'm like, oh my gosh, wow, like another year has gone by where I was laid off because it was such a big deal at the time. And obviously there's been a lot of healing since then, but I found out today that that same company had to lay off to my understanding around 250 employees, which is obviously a huge hit to everyone. And I feel for them. I've been in that position. And although coronavirus is something that everyone's been aware of and Likely, most people have been aware of the possibility to potentially get laid off. It doesn't necessarily make it that much easier when you're one of the chosen ones who gets let go because you're automatically going to go into that negative headspace where you think of all the reasons why did they choose you over someone else and why was your work not valued enough? And you feel like you did so much and you poured so much of your heart and soul into that company or into that position or whatever you were doing. And then you also think of all the things that maybe you could have done better, or maybe the things that you took for granted and maybe didn't appreciate as much as you wish you had. So it's such a mix of emotions and you know, my heart is heavy today thinking of all of those people who've been affected, especially because it's the same week, almost four years later for me going through that same thing. 
I figured it would be helpful to come on here and revisit resumes again. So in episode 20, I really do go over the full resume approach from top to bottom of what it should look like and what to include in it. So today I'm going to talk about a couple of things that I feel are important to include, and then we'll transition into networking because I think now is such an important time to network. And again, I talked about that in episode 33. So kind of compiling a couple of things together. When I'm talking about resumes and I've offered to review people's resumes for free right now as a quick review and for some feedback, even though I end up diving into them way more than I probably should for my own time, but I want to be as helpful as possible. Uh, So if you're listening to this when it's released and you need some help with your resume, please reach out. I'd be happy to help look it over. I've gotten overwhelmingly positive feedback of appreciation for other people who I've reviewed their resume for. And, you know, it's nice to have a little um, confidence put back into your resume because sometimes the interview process can be such a scary, intimidating thing. And if you have someone who, like me, has seen hundreds and thousands of resumes, it's nice when you can get feedback and feel that your resume is confident and it looks good. That is a step in the right direction and a step in the right direction has been one of my mottos for quite a few years now. So if that gets you one step closer to landing your next job, then I'm all for it. So I would love to take a look at your resume if you are, like I said, listening to this as it comes out or within about a week or so. In looking at these different resumes, I noticed the biggest thing is people are writing their resumes as bullet points for a job description. So what I would like to see you do is to put in the company name or your position, either one. Sometimes it just depends on the resume that I'm looking at where I feel like the position itself needs to be listed first because the company may not matter as much. That's something that comes down to personal preference, but I'll usually make a suggestion if I feel that it's necessary. What I would like to see under the job title and company name is potentially a brief summary of what you do in a day-to-day. Like you're talking to your best friend. If you had an elevator pitch or you were telling your best friend you just got hired for this job, what would you say? And explain that in maybe two sentences, maybe three at max. So it's a very short, brief description of what you do. Most of the time, like my experience, I have manager of customer experience or manager inbound support. That is pretty self-explanatory for the most part if I'm applying for other positions where I would be an inbound support manager. I won't have to go over so much of the day-to-day as I would want my accomplishments to stand out. Does that make sense? So write a brief summary of what you do in a day-to-day or what the position is. 
And then you'll go down to your bullet points. Your bullet points are going to be your accomplishments. So something that I had in one of my positions, I had to update so many articles for this new website that was coming out. Uh, All the different names and links and everything were changing. So I put in a bullet point that I updated 200 plus articles to prepare for a new website launch, updating verbiage, brand voice, and updating links to the correct pages. So that's where I'm going to talk about numbers as well. If there is anything you can tie to a number, include that in your resume because that will stand out where whoever is reviewing your resume is going to see that number and jump to that line and want to see what does that mean? And then they'll read that sentence or that bullet point. So it's helpful to include any type of numbers that you can that are relevant and true to your accomplishments. In one position, I interviewed 230 plus candidates for the customer support team, social media team, and office management roles. If you are pulling reports, how often are you pulling those reports? How many reports are you pulling? So instead of saying responsible for pulling reports for our management team, I would say responsible for pulling weekly reports for five key metrics, something like that, where it's tying it to how consistent I'm doing it and how many reports I am pulling that data for. When I feel a job description is going to come in handy is, and I mentioned this in episode 20 as well, but I wanted to reiterate it here because it's so important. If a company is potentially using an applicant tracking system where they track keywords and your resume may not even get reviewed, unless you have specific keywords in your resume that align with what they're looking for. So this is something I don't necessarily agree with because I think if you want to hire really great people, then you need to have a human reviewing resumes. And I get it. Resumes are the most boring thing to review. I didn't realize how boring it would be to review resumes until I started reviewing them myself. And wow, they can be so boring. So if you can get a little bit of your personality or whatever you can, maybe that's with the aesthetics so that it looks a little bit nicer or the font or whatever to change it up just a little bit to stand out, not going too crazy, but of course, doing whatever feels right to you. What you'll do is pull up the job description of the position that you're applying for. And this is why it can take a decent amount of time to apply for different positions. And I recommend that if you really want to work for this company or in this position, you will want to make the efforts to change your resume and change your cover letter every single time that you apply. There are some times where I think it's okay to use your resume as is without changing any specific keywords. But of course your cover letter, if you're going to include one, which I highly recommend if it's allowed or welcomed, do it. 
that's my personal preference. I say might as well add all the information you can to get in front of them because if they're thinking of you versus someone else, you would want to have that cover letter available for them to review. In looking at the job description, it's likely going to have some repetitive words or some keywords that stand out to you. And those are the ones that you are going to want to include. For example, if I was applying for, again, an inbound support management position, they may have something about the ability to coach a team effectively and hold team members accountable. So what I would do is I would go back to my history of when I was an inbound support manager or some of my more recent history that is relatable, and I would include some of those words in my different bullet points because that is what's going to get tracked with these application tracking systems. I don't recommend copying and pasting specific bullet points from the job description into your resume, but I do think it's helpful to have the job description side by side with your resume in the same screen and potentially changing a few words or adjusting specific bullet points that you have previously written out. So it doesn't have to take a bunch of time or completely change up your resume, but it is helpful in the sense that if they are potentially using an applicant tracking system, then you will want to have invested a little bit of time to be able to pass the initial test, so to say. Now, I don't want you to get confused and feel like you have to have so much information on your resume. I actually think mine's a little borderline too much information, uh, but specifically this most recent position that I've held at my current company, I mean, there was at one point I was holding three different roles at one time. So I wanted to make sure that that came across clearly, but at the same time, it can look a little overwhelming when you're first reviewing my resume. So be aware of that. Play with different things. Again, make it unique to you and what feels right to you. What specific colors stand out to you and is that going to come across well when someone else is going to review your resume. I wouldn't suggest any crazy cursive fonts or anything like that. Anything that makes it harder for them to read or see or anything like that is definitely a no in my book. You want it to be clear and concise and easy flow for them to review. That is why uh, another big thing that I see on people's resumes is where they're cutting off part of their work history from one page to the next. If it does not fit on one page for your job description, so let's say you took up most of the page with some other job description and maybe it's your third position, but you have a couple of bullet points that leak onto the next page, either adjust your bullet points so you have less or change your formatting so that you honestly add that to your next page. It's okay to have a little bit of blank space on your resume. You just want to make sure it's proportionate and not, you know, the bottom fourth of the page being empty. I wouldn't recommend having a page break in between your position because again, that's making more effort on them to have to flip back and forth between the pages to get a full understanding of 
your accomplishments in that position. All right, so I wanted to check back in on networking. I hope you were able to listen to episode 33. And if you haven't, I would highly recommend adding that to your next in queue or potentially pausing this one and going back to episode 33 and listening to that before you finish listening to this episode. But networking is so important. And maybe you are realizing this now, if you are one of those who are in the position where you lost your job recently, I would recommend taking a few days to allow yourself to take a break. I don't recommend to jump right in and try to find a job within a day. I get it. Your family may need you to be working and you may feel extreme stress, but you will show up better when you have had a moment, even if it's a day, to allow yourself to feel all of the feelings of feeling hurt or rejected or my biggest thing was the lack of loyalty you feel like you gave so much of your time or energy or maybe it was years and years of dedication to this company and they dropped you so quickly and that hurts let in all the feelings allow yourself to take a breath and decompress and Tomorrow is a brand new day and you can start applying for these different positions. And, you know, maybe some of them are temporary. Maybe something is going to come out of this. That's even better than what you had before. So I also recommend when anyone's having a mindset block in regards to applying for different positions or lack of self-worth is to send your resume off or click that apply button and send it off with such good vibes that you're saying, if it is meant to be, they will follow up with me. It's a simple phrase that you can use that is highly effective in your own mindset because there have been so many positions that I've applied to where I feel like I would be the best candidate and I never got followed up with. Maybe I didn't have the keywords or Maybe there was something else that didn't stand out or whatever may have happened. Maybe they already had an internal candidate in mind or whatever the case may be. It's not worth my time and energy to waste thinking about the what ifs and further bringing myself down. So it's important to say if it is meant to be, they will follow up with me. And I send it out with the best of vibes. And I tell myself, if I don't hear back, it's because there's something else that's better that's still out there. And that means I either need to continue looking or continue to network and expand my network. If you haven't been networking or you haven't listened to episode 33, that's going to have specific helpful tips, but I wanted to reiterate the important aspect and the effectiveness of networking. And I think it's been so cool, even, you know, being on Facebook and seeing someone post that they lost their job and they're looking for other things and say, you know, I'm willing to take anything. And I see 20 different comments of all these different jobs that are out there. And it's because someone went on there and asked, 
right? It may not be exactly what you want. Of course, there's tons of warehouse worker help or grocery store restocking help or whatever it may be, but it's something. And sometimes you just need something and that's okay. But if you aren't there to ask, you're never going to know. So you lose out every single time that you don't ask for something or ask for what you need. So when we're comfortable in our day job or going with the flow of everything and things are fine, we aren't asking to expand our network that often or maybe at all because we're comfortable and we have friends at work or whatever your life looks like because everything is good. But then this happens and you find yourself reevaluating things and say, oh, wow, I did myself a disservice by getting comfortable and not continuing to grow my network when I was at my most comfortable state. So I think it's a helpful lesson to be aware of is to continuously grow your network and nourish that network. It can be slow growing, but it's not something that you need to have sprout overnight unless you're in a situation like right now where if you haven't done any networking and you're out of a job you're kind of starting at square one, right? But if you have been nourishing your contacts and checking in with people and trying to offer help where you can or guidance or mentorship or whatever that may be, that is where you will find success when you reach out via LinkedIn or start connecting with specific previous colleagues saying, hey, I was laid off from my job today and I need some help. Do you have any connections in X, Y, or Z or whatever it may be? Try to be a little bit specific if you can, as far as what you might be looking for. So again, it makes it easy for the person you're talking to, to think of exactly where they could point you in the right direction, because maybe they can't help you, but maybe they've heard of someone else hiring, or they saw another post on LinkedIn that they could tag you in. It's again, asking for that help and continuously building that network. All right. I will end it on this note that if you haven't listened to episode 20 or episode 33, and you have the time to do so definitely go check those out. I am wishing everyone the best. And I hope that if you are in a position where you found yourself laid off or are out of work for whatever reason, I hope you're able to find work quickly. And I hope that this information is helpful to you now or going forward. I hope that people listening back to this, you know, years down the road can think, wow, that was a crazy time. And I need to prepare myself in case anything like that were to happen again, because we don't know how long this is going to last or if it's going to come and go in waves. We really have no clue on how to best prepare for our future at this time. So My suggestion is to continue building that network so that in times like these, you can hopefully more quickly find work. Stay safe, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Next Level Leaders. If today's episode resonated with you, please take a quick screenshot, share it to your Instagram, and tag me at Nicole.Harrop. I love to see it, and it means the world to me. I appreciate you helping to spread the word so I can help more women. See you on next week's episode.